Hi everyone, I'm Keanu Reeves. And I'm Alex Winter. And we're here to say a huge thank, thank you to all of the totally outstanding Bill and Ted fans. We cannot wait for you to join us in cinemas. To see Bill and Ted face the music. So go grab all your most excellent friends, families, buddies, whoever, and book your tickets. Thank, thank you. Show me the money. Hasta la vista. I'm too Welcome back to Walkton Entertainment. I'm your host, Peter Walkton, and today you've just landed in the Walkton Zone because we are talking about one bodacious third instalment, and naturally I'm talking about Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, I can't believe we're talking about this third instalment. I mean, it's amazing to think that, you know, for those of you that don't remember, the original first instalment first featured in 1989, and then the second instalment was released in 1991, that's well and truly over 20 years since we've seen these two dudes appear on screen. And I remember when they first spoke about this third installment and the internet just completely blew up with lots of rumors and speculation and there was just so much hype. And, you know, it was, it was quite an extraordinary thing to see this film get developed. I mean, it's truly more of a passion project with the original writers coming on board. You know, we haven't seen the actor Alex Winter, for example, on screen in so long and I know that actor is involved in a number of things but to see Keanu Reeves coming back to the big screen after he's been killing lots of people in films like John Wick and Constantine and Matrix the internet just went crazy and fans were obviously rejoicing with the idea of a third installment regardless of what fears people may have had the majority of movie lovers were more than keen to see this film get made and here we are but before I get stuck into the film review I just want to share just a couple of things personally about Bill and Ted's you know just give you a bit of an insight as to where I stand with the original franchise before I get stuck into this review but you know I remember this film the very first film I should say you know uh, being introduced to me as a teenager and I remember the film just being so much fun it was so humorous and there's probably a lot of crude jokes that went a little over my head you know that's the kind of age that I saw it I'd watch crude things and I didn't quite understand what was going on but I still remember to this very day seeing Seeing the second film in 1991 on the big screen and I remember seeing it as a double feature and I cannot remember for the life of me what the second film was but I know that Bill and Ted was film number two and I was extremely excited to see this film more than the first film because I don't remember what the other film was and I remember asking my brother what we saw and he can't remember either and the second film had such hype and such excitement even back then and while I've never actually reviewed either films in writing with scores I can tell you right now that I always favoured the first film more than the second film you know I'm not going to dive too much into spoilers but you know the second film really does go quite dark it takes a very unusual turn and it doesn't have a great deal of time traveling in it either so it kind of loses a bit of an adventure element it goes down a very unique path which you know I know some people have loved and some people have not I'm one of those people that really didn't enjoy it that much you know if I had to re-watch the sequel again I love the start of the film and I really love the end of the film but all the bits in the middle it just doesn't quite sit with me or resonate with me 
as well as the original installment. And growing up with two older brothers, you know, Bill and Ted was a very popular film in our house. You know, my brothers would quote the film at me, they'd tell me to shut up, Ted, they'd tell me to not fear the Reaper. You know, it was a very quotable film in our house. And not only that, the music was also very popular in our house as well. Uh, to this day, I still own on vinyl, you know, Big Pig, purely because of the opening track in the original 1989 song. And I still love the music by Kiss, God Gave Rock and Roll to You, which is also just an awesome piece of music. And to clarify and somewhat going back on what I said before, you know, even though I didn't enjoy the sequel as much as the original film, you know, I still class myself as a Bill and Ted fan because there are still lots that I can enjoy from that second film and the first film. So when the third film came along, I was determined to see it in cinema. In fact, you know, out of all the films that are lined up for 2020, I would have to be open and honest to say Bill and Ted Face the Music would be easily in my top five anticipated films of 2020. And this is the only comedy on the list that I'm excited to see as well. But I think that's actually enough talk for me for now. Why don't we listen to the film's trailer? And I promise to you that I'll come straight back afterwards and we'll talk more about Bill and Ted Face the Music. When your wives suggested couples therapy, do you think that this is what they had in mind? Definitely. I mean, we're a couple of couples, right? Bill, Ted, enough of the delusions. You didn't time travel, and you didn't go to heaven and hell. Here's a real idea for you. Be role models to your daughters. Get real jobs. We've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Whoa. Greetings, my excellent friend. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan. Performed tonight will save reality as we know it. Oh. Dude, we better write that song now. Or why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? And take it from ourselves. Except, won't that be stealing? Cheers! <laughs> How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. Dude, our dads are totally in trouble. Yeah! Yeah! We should help them out. How's it going, Bill and Ted? We're putting together a most extraordinary band. Hey, you want to be in our band? Oh. <laughs> oh, this is so fantastic. We're going to go talk to Death. Is he playing hopscotch by himself? Dude, he's cheating. Hey, Death. Life isn't a wild stallion. Let's rock! Excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Yeah, Billy, dance! How you doing? Well, you know, we're dead and we're in hell. But how you doing? We're, we're good. There you have it. I must say that trailer is incredibly most excellent to listen to. Just 
my opinion. This is my favourite part of the podcast. We're now going to dive into the film and reveal a film score. Uh, If you're listening for the very first time, I do like to give out a bit of a spiel. The spiel is the simple fact that I don't reveal any spoilers in my podcast. Never, never, never do I reveal major spoilers within a film. No matter how old, no matter how new, there are no spoilers. But I am going to reveal the basic gist of the plot. If you don't want to even know that, now is the right time to turn this podcast off and listen to something else like KISS, because I reckon KISS are awesome when it comes to rock and roll. But Bill and Ted Face the Music 2020 features once again the two awesome friends and cool dudes Bill, played by Alex Winter, and Ted, played by once again Keanu Reeves. But since we've last seen Bill and Ted, they were on their way originally to be delivering the greatest song that would change the world forever. The only problem is in the present day, unfortunately, Bill and Ted were never able to bring the song to life. They've been completely unsuccessful to basically write the magical song that would change the world forever. To make matters worse, Bill and Ted have got some marriage problems now with their medieval princesses, aka the medieval babes. But both Bill and Ted's marriages are actually so bad that their wives have actually booked them in for counselling to try and save their marriage. So as you can kind of imagine, our lead characters are quite frustrated in life. I mean, they can't seem to write any decent music. They've got problems with marriages. And, you know, the thing with songwriting is they have actually been trying for the last 25 years and they just feel incredibly exhausted, you know, considering that they were once promised to write the killer song that would save the world. And it just hasn't happened. But it's not all doom and gloom for our good mates Bill and Ted. They actually get a visitor once again from someone from the future. This person basically tells the Wild Stallions that the world is now going to come to an end unless they can create a song very, very quickly. You see, it's no longer about Bill and Ted making a song that brings peace and harmony across the world. This time, Bill and Ted actually need to save the world. And that is all I'm going to reveal in regards to the plot. Now, I realise in the film's trailer, it definitely explains a little bit more about what Bill and Ted decide to do, but I'm not going to dive into that. I'd rather keep a bit of mystery for a lot of people that are very excited and anticipated to see the film. So allow me to talk about some of the positives that I've got for this particular film. I'm really excited to say that after seeing this film on the big screen, like I am so relieved to see that Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves still carry and have such fantastic chemistry on the big screen. That was a huge relief for me because it's been so long since these actors have played these characters. You kind of wonder at first, have they still got it? The first piece of mind I can give you is yes, 100% majority of the laughs that come from the film is definitely from the performances from Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. Don't get me wrong, there's a couple of line deliveries that probably aren't as sharp as what we remember growing up, but the overall chemistry and comedy is still spot on with these guys and I absolutely felt relieved to see Another element I really enjoyed seeing in this film is the number of Easter eggs that pop up. If you're not familiar on the term Easter eggs, basically it's a number of references that relate to the previous installments. And I'm not talking about, say, lines of dialogue, although there is a lot of things that happen there, but certain elements in the background, like when you see Bill and Ted's garage, if you have a quick glance in the background, you'll see a number of objects and a number of things that sort of hint at the previous installments. And I really loved 
those little minor details. You know, it tells me the writers were really passionate to keep this film really tight and very consistent. Plus, you've got a number of familiar faces that return in the film as well. Once again, I'm not going to say who and which ones appear, but there's definitely a number of nods to side characters that reappear in this installment. And that was such a tremendous surprise and a nice touch to the film as well. But Bill and Ted Face the Music also introduces a handful of new characters. Once again, I'm not going to reveal who these new characters are, but obviously now Bill and Ted have daughters. This is quite predictable and obvious based on the film's trailers. But the performances we get from Bill and Ted's daughters were also really pleasing. They're basically identical to how Bill and Ted would have acted as teenagers. And this was also really funny and also brings in a quite a, a number of laughs. And in regards to, say, audiovisuals, look, I couldn't really find any major problems with this film, but there's definitely a heavy use of green screen and CGI, which some people are not going to enjoy. But, you know, this is a comedy film. It's, you know, it's, it's trying to be funny. I mean, you can't take this film too serious that you have to point out green screen and some of the CGI effects. But even the green screen work that is used, it's still very pleasing. And as a comedy, I kind of just, it didn't bother me that much. But the film's pacing here is also quite quick and it's quite snappy. There wasn't never really a moment where I felt bored or anything was dull. Everything just has this really smooth and snappy pace about the film. You know, even from the start of this film, it's all happening. And once again, I really love the pacing of this film. Nothing ever dragged on too long and nothing ever felt boring and dull. And when it comes to negatives, you know what? I do have a couple of minor things and they really are minor. Like one element that comes to mind is the film's soundtrack. You know, I mentioned before that audio and visual side of things are all positive. Sound effects are great, but the film's soundtrack really didn't stand out to me. You know, I think about the previous films, as I spoke about at the start of the podcast, how I've got soundtracks and I've got a number of well-known songs on vinyl. This particular film doesn't have any tracks or, or soundtracks that really grabbed me to the point that I want to listen to the album or buy the soundtrack that was a bit of a disappointment considering this film is about rock and roll and cool music and that really disappointed me nothing stood out in that department for me and while the pacing of this film is quite pleasing you know as I mentioned it's, it goes at a good pace it's quite snappy but its only major downfall is the style that's in this film is something that gets repeated over and over and there could be an element there that movie lovers may not enjoy so much and another element that that disappointed me ever so slightly I'll touch on it briefly was the film's third act you know it was super cheesy which a lot of people I think are going to enjoy with this sort of film but it's certainly cheesy it's certainly over the top and I couldn't help think that maybe this ending was slightly weaker you know when I was comparing to the previous extraordinary bodacious films but the film certainly has a number of reveals which, you know, they're all predictable. There's nothing really mysterious about this film. A lot of things here are very obvious. And again, I can be quite forgiving because it's a comedy film. It's not necessarily trying to be so mysterious. Everything here is quite lighthearted. So this is probably more of a personal opinion about what I think of the third act. But I always like to be open and honest about my thoughts. And that's generally how I felt when it came to the finale. So coming into a bit of a summary and close about Bill and Ted Face the Music, look, I really feel that this is a welcomed film. I mean, look at 2020. Trust me, we need a comedy movie more than ever. So, and it is a positive third installment. It's actually quite a surprising installment. And like I said, considering it's been over 20 years since we've last seen actors Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves together, you know, the actors truly prove that they still have great chemistry on screen. You know, the film is very honourable in regards to the previous instalments with details, 
returning actors, returning characters, and most importantly, introducing new characters to this particular film. You know, the world definitely feels a lot more expanded and larger because of this installment, and that was also a nice touch. The plot here is most certainly entertaining, but the process of this film is somewhat repeated, you know, once viewers sort of understand the structure of the film. But, you know, regardless, I still can't deny how much fun I had with this film. And I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with the nostalgia. I found myself laughing and giggling and a number of jokes. So here's my advice to you listening to this podcast. But I'm going to do it in the style of Bill and Ted, just so I get the emphasis of what I'm trying to say. So here we go. <clears throat> Be excellent to each other. Grab your best dude and watch this movie because sometimes a brainless movie can change your world for the positive, dude. Sure. Okay, that's it from me. I give Bill and Ted Face the Music 2020. I'm going to give this film 7.0 out of 10. It is going to be playing in Australian cinemas from the 10th of September. And I also just want to give a quick shout out to the good people of Mad Men Films here in Australia. You know, I received an invitation to watch this film at a preview screening. And when I got the invitation, I kid you not, I screamed at my laptop computer with joy and excitement. So if the good people of Mad Men Films are listening, a massive thank you from me to you. I was incredibly honoured to attend this screening. So thank you again. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're enjoying what you're listening to, make sure you check out some of the other previous podcasts that I've done. I recently watched Friday the 13th, the 1980 classic for the very first time. And did I enjoy it? Well, you've got to listen to the podcast. But I also revisited another classic from the 80s known as Clue from 1985. There's a couple of new releases there which have just been released on DVD, which I've also done a podcast for. Ghosts of War is one of those. And I've also recently watched a couple of films that are in cinemas right now. Blackwater Abyss and also Unhinged starring Russell Crowe. So if you get a chance, make sure you check those podcasts out. And until next time, party on dudes. Today you've been listening to Peter Walkton and you've entered the Walkton Zone brought to you by Walkton Entertainment. And if you are listening to this podcast, I'd like to personally say thank you for listening. And if you're listening to this podcast while you're driving, please drive safely. We'd like to keep you around as long as possible. This podcast has been brought to you by Walkton Entertainment, which is now available with its very own website at www.walktonentertainment.com. Walkton Entertainment is also available on Facebook, Instagram and Letterboxd. And if you are enjoying the content on Walkton Entertainment, why not leave a review on your podcast application? To be kept up to date with further podcasts, please hit that subscribe button. And until then, see you next time. Oh, <laughs>